And so just so. I want to see. I want to see too. Saving Ryan's Prequel. Yeah, Grandma loved that show. Uh, Holy shit, he wrote a book. They chopped down a butt ton of trees for We all know who the loudest voice is, Russell. I did not know they nominated Bottles of Water. It's for exercise. I bet it is. Just stop. What did you try for? Podcast number 82. It's been so long since a podcast happened. Like yeah, 20 or 30 seconds. Yeah, a whole minute or so. Hey, Pat, oh. Jangers and Wallhangers is live. My, uh, live? My, my smartwatch says, uh, for, for Jangers and Wallhangers is live. Well, that is a very handy thing to have, that smartwatch technology these days. So, we, of course, are, you can see from the screen below, we are the Triforce Podcast. I'm Welcome one, back. Matthew Bucarell, the Matt Man, and to my right is one Christopher Bristow, the old man. Mr. Willman will be joining us for this podcast. And, of course, to my left, Stephen Bucarell, big brother. And, uh, yeah, man, we got an action-packed podcast for you. There's a lot of stuff going on in the news, so... So I got a little, just a little intro segment here. Okay. So you remember the show Mr. Wizard back on Nickelodeon? Oh yeah, I remember that. I love that show. Looking back at that show, is how creepy is that? An old guy just comes to random kids' like houses and teaches them something new. Seems like a Netflix series now. <laughs> yeah, you know. Wait, they do have that. From my or memory, they were doing the, like basic science. Yeah, or a perp on like uh, Law and Order SVU. <laughs> yeah. He was dressed as a wizard. <laughs> okay, where? Yeah, you Grandma about? loved that show. Right. She loved watching children murdered and very loudly. Yeah, <laughs> very loudly. And that's why you make old folks homes with concrete walls. Yeah, God bless Kevin and his ears. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how he can hear us now, man. <laughs> so, uh, one other thing I do want to point out here in the welcome se- section, I mentioned it at the end of last podcast, but you will notice, hopefully in audio and video form, that this is looking pretty spiffy, man. Pretty uh, pretty clean looking. Did you get a new camera? We got a 4K let's, camera. Let's, let's check out. If you were watching the last show, you know that already. 4K camera, so we're at full 1080p uh, resolution here for you, as well as uh, a brand new Samsung mic. So we have the best of both worlds here right now. And you can find us on pjnwh.com. That's where you'll find all the podcasts. Right now, if you click right on the Facebook icon there, it'll take you to our Facebook page where you'll see not only our stuff, but we did a matchup crossover podcast with Matt Kennedy's a.k.a. The Bop, the Black Opinionated Podcast, and Teddy School's The Light Skin Breakdown, and myself, for projecting the wall hangers. Yep. Hey. We all got together. It says we're going live right there. Yeah, podcast. Number 80 is still up there, but you'll keep scrolling. We're, we're all over the place. That's us right now. We're live. We are live. Yeah, we are live. Facebook it's still loaded. is killing me. It's still yeah. loaded. Facebook is killing me. And there we go. The Black Opinionated Podcast, also going live. Uh, as well as he goes on the YouTube, he goes live on our pet Perjangers site because he's part of the Perjangers and Wallhangers Love Balloon, just like the Light Skin Breakdown. So you can check all of our great content here from the Facebook. Go on the YouTube. We always have the great... Uh, right on the interwebs. YouTube. We're there. Check Perjangers. Literally, what Matt Kennedy mentioned in this podcast was that the Perjangers, if you Google it, we're it. That's... 
you're going to find it. We don't have to Google App Play anything. You just yeah. make up your own word, man. Very Until now. Yeah, very good marketing. That is, if you yeah, can spell it. Spelled like it sounds. What, yeah. what did you call me? The Grand Janger? Grand Janger. Yeah. <laughs> the Grand Janger. Because uh, the Grand Hanger, that sounds like you just aren't very good at killing yourself. Okay. A one-armed Paul Lock in a tree, man. <laughs> <laughs> so this has been a nice little long intro, but we start off this podcast every way. Oh, you can contact us. Yeah. And go, oh my God, go to About Us. Go to About Us. You're killing me, Smalls. Scroll down. My uh, profile took all, it took months. It took months, but that's what I got. Big brother, Steve Bucrell. I'm Matt's older brother. I like video games and cars. I do a podcast on both. Thanks for watching. There you go. I had to drag and pull it the crap out of him. You also see Mac. Uh, uh, Holy Teddy shit! Boy. He wrote a book. Yes. <laughs> yes. If you'd like to know Teddy's entire history of everything yeah. that happened to him, yeah, that's on there. there as well. We gotta get Matt Kennedy to do one as well. Um, and all of the wall jangers will be there, including the ones under the love balloon. So, if you want to be part of the love balloon, let us know. You can go to contact us right here on pjwh.com. Your name. Your email, what your message is, we'll get an alert right on our phone. Thanks to the Wix app. And this page is sponsored by Wix. So check out PJ and WH and going into the nerdy news. We're starting off with some good news for the manga heads out there because mm. the first Death this, Note manga chapter in 12 years will be published. This creepy ass uh, Shensua's Jump SQ magazine. Yes, there are still magazines. As Especially in Japan, where they chop down a butt ton of trees for it. The manga is just like 90% of the trees paper used is just for mangas and in a different art. You know what? You know, I'm going to let There's a lot of them over there. If you scroll down a little bit, you'll see the cover port uh, page of the uh, here, here, which once again, uh, we find this is an, a one uh, death note. One shot chapter. It's eight. It's going to be eighty-seven pages. Written by Sugumi Oba, uh, Oba and drawn by Tatsuki Obata. There will be the next issue in February fourth on Shusuya's Jump SQ magazine. Rukio's Death Note takes another fall to Earth, taking place after the events of the first manga. <coughs> the chapter will also get a colored center page and a prominent visual cover on the oh make sure you read it right to left yeah it, that's very important that you go right to left with japanese everything right to left up down it's backwards but especially when you see like a manga meme and you're like what the f that doesn't make sense read it right to left you, you'll thank me and it'll all make sense now but you can check out death note on crunchyroll i believe it's on hulu might still be on netflix i'm not sure but this one's coming to Netflix. You're getting a tease that Castlevania Season 3 is coming in 2020 from Powerhouse Animations. They took to Twitter and said that they are uh, a little cryptic here. But they composed uh, uh, saying that we are very excited for 2020. With the numbers were composed of a few dozen vampire emojis, which could pass for Dracula. So no word from Netflix on their premiere date, but... The animation studio is saying, 2020, bitches, get ready for another six episodes. Okay. Six and not four. They're stepping up from what I heard originally, like a year ago with uh, Castlevania. Is they were, like, the first season was, like, what, four? 
episodes. And then the second season was six, or was that four as well? That was four. So I think they were working on stepping it up. But I'm really excited. That's why I add in the manga and the anime news in the front. But a little thing happened uh, last night, which is called the Golden Globe Awards. So we got winners here. Uh, Rami Youssef for Rami won Best Performance by Actor in a Television Series, Music, or Comedy. A politician? Uh, best Performance by an Actress in a Television Series, m- Music, or Comedy. I've never heard of any of that. Uh, winner was Phoebe Walter-Bridge, Waller-Bridge for Fleabla- uh, Fleabag. And uh, best performance by actor in a television series, Brian Cox for Secession. He he's a, like he's done the gamut, and like he's done his Disney with Dennis Quaid, okay, work of the year, and um, and then he did. Is he, he beat out Kit Harrington? He's also in Super Troopers. Yeah, <laughs> is Rachel? Uh, Whatever that is, is she Miss Maisel? Yes, she is. Oh, okay. She should have won. That was really good. Yeah, Rachel Brosnan really should have won. Yeah, really nice tits. Really nice tits. So, tits up. Um, Brian Cox won for the best in drama. Best performance by an actress in television <laughs> series drama was Olivia Coleman. You know her as Clara Oswald from Doctor Who. Oh. She won for The Crown with Matt Smith. He's playing also a very good show character. on Netflix, The Crown. Okay. <clears throat> so beating out, uh, you know, Big Little Sis Morning Show, Jennifer Aniston. So I didn't, that's I a didn't, good win for Olivia Coleman. I root for anybody. I didn't really like her as a uh, companion. Yeah, but I root for anybody involved with Doctor Who. You know, because I want them to keep going on. Best yeah. performance by an actor in a limited series of motion picture made for television was Russell Crowe, the loudest voice. Of course, we all know who the loudest voice is, Russell. That was actually a true, like a based on true events about Rachel Ailes. Uh, oh no, Roger Ailes. Roger Ailes. Okay, okay. Beating out Gene Harris for uh, Chernobyl and Sam Rockwell. So, best performance by actress in a limited series for motion picture made for television was Michelle Williams. Yes, Dawson Creek's Michelle Williams. Okay. Never heard of both of those shows. Best television series or motion picture made for television was Chernobyl. I have not seen that yet. I hear it's good things about Chernobyl, but um, I've got a lot of other stuff on my list before I watch that. Best performance by an actress in supporting role in a series, limited series, or motion picture made for television. Can we make these fucking titles any longer? That's a personal thing for me here, but goddamn. <laughs> Patricia Arquette, maybe the different leave you. Best performance by an actor in supporting role in a series, limited series, or motion motion picture made for television. Stellan Skarsgård before Chernobyl. Made for television movies, TV. Best television TV. series, drama, is Succession. Okay. Best television series, musical or comedy, was Fleabag. Uh, in the movies category, best motion picture, musical, or comedy was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Big win for uh, Quentin Tarantino. You know what? And you know what he's like? He's like, I don't really have to thank anybody. I wrote it. Yeah, you <laughs> <laughs> he beat out Jojo Rabbit. That was the Hitler movie. He beat out Knives Out, which was Captain America, Chris Evans' movie, yeah. as well as a couple other Avengers in there, wasn't there? Pre. Was it? Rocket sure. Man? I'm not sure. Rocket Man, which was on Elton John's life. And oh, you mean, that one. Dolomite is right. my name, which that was a great film, but it wasn't really best motion picture kind of not worthy there. Better than the uh, comedy. Like, so they have these... But so Dolomite's really good. I, I believe you, but they had these categories when like the, these movies were supposed to be designed for one thing, yeah. but just because there's comedy in it, they submit them for it. Yeah. So then, then it gets saturated and gets... 
you know, a win when they weren't going to be like best motion yeah. picture and drama. Like once upon a time could have been entered in in this one. It could have, but there's way too many heavy hitters because you see nineteen Joker, uh, nineteen seventeen won for best motion picture and drama, and Joker was up for that one. And nineteen seventeen, that's the Sa- World Saving War Private War Ryan too. In um, yeah, it, no, it's the prequel. The prequel. <laughs> <laughs> This is how. Yeah. So, I mean, Joker... 30 years ahead of time. I would have really liked to see Todd Phillips bring home an ultimate win for Joker in that category, but we'll see later on. Saving the prequel Ryan. That's what it is. Saving (laughs) the prequel Ryan. The best motion picture foreign language is Parasite. Okay. Les Miserables. Best screenplay? Quentin Tarantino, Once Upon a Time, two wins for Quentin right there. Best original song is I'm Gonna Love Me Again, Rocket Man. Uh, and uh, okay. best original score goes to Hildur Gutentari. I don't Joker. think all those letters... What is that one? Made up. The made up letter. hell type yeah. of letter is well, that? Well, all letters are that made is up. A reverse is that piece. a fish? I think he's Russian. Is it a fish or a, no, like a fly? That's German. They put, a they put a fly at the end of their backwards D? Like, what the shit? Yes, it's, it was a very good song. Good <laughs> God! So, yeah, Best Joker. actor in a supporting role in Joker. Picture. Pretty much, that was the big win there. Well, the Joker got yeah. one. So, Brad that's one for them. Yeah. Brad Pitt for He was time. rocking. Best sporting actor? He was rocking a mullet, and he really did make that look good. I'm going to have to check it out, man. Um, <laughs> well, it's Brad Pitt. Best supporting... Uh, yeah, best actress in yeah. a supporting role in any motion picture was Laura Dern. Laura Dern, which in was the wife story. in Marriage Story, opposite of Adam Driver. And, of course, best actor in a motion picture, musical or comedy. Sorry, I didn't mean to pause there for suspense. <coughs> Teron er- uh, Edgerton, Rocketman, which is... He's from of uh, The Kingsman. Yes, how can you put musical game. and comedy in the same category? That's supposed to picture for yeah. animated, Missing Link. There wasn't any, okay. you know, Spider-Verse in there to really contend for. So, I mean, like, I would have liked to see Toy Story 4. So, Spider-Verse you know, set ooh, the bar me. last year. Yeah. So, now, like, if, if you're going to win in, a, in an animated care category, you really have to, like, yeah. grab something that's, like, an original thought. Because this is not original, not original, not original, even though that movie was really good. That's a sequel to a, not an original. <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah. an original. So, but this That's one, X-Men Disney version. Yeah. So Lion King? The big, th- the big win here, Joaquin Phoenix won for Best Actor in a Motion Picture in the Drama Category for Joker. Big and win he's there still alive, right? He's still and alive. he is pretty much done with like Joker. He's just tired of it right now. Yeah, I well, would now that everybody's like jumped on the train and like beat it to death and oh you know, yeah, oh many many times over. And uh, best actress in a motion picture for a drama is Renee Zellweger for Judy, as in Judy Garland. Okay, okay. okay. Best, best actress, actress in a motion picture, musical, or comedy? Comedy. Aquafina. Really? Farewell. That's what that is. Is that a real name? Okay. I, I saw. Really? It I did not know they nominated Bottles of Water. Well. I gotta see that movie if it's about a bottle of water. Pop, Pepsi here. Be very proud. There you go. Best director, motion picture. Bon Next Bono, year, Arcadia mm-hmm. Standard Spring Water. <laughs> Sam Mendes, 1917. There you go. That's another one for 1917. Best director, which 
I mean, Saving Private Ryan prequel. I'm sure that's you know better than Martin Scorsese's The Irishman. Or Saving Ryan Ryan's Jerker. prequels. Yeah. <laughs> Saving Ryan's prequels. I think we have a title. <laughs> <laughs> so um, those are the big wins, and of course there was another kind of big win. If you're a comedy fan, oh, I was enjoying the hell out of this. Ricky Gervais, the goddamn golden child. Reload this page because that's the video. Stop and then reload. Oh, oh there we go. Uh, yeah, we're just loading. My God, Ricky Gervais. We've got to be careful with this. Hello and welcome to the 77th Annual Golden Globe Awards, live from the Beverly Hilton Hotel here in Los Angeles. I'm Ricky Gervais, thank you. Um, you'll, you'll be pleased to know this is the last time I'm hosting these awards, so, so it's okay. I don't care anymore. Um, I'm joking. <laughs> and he's I on your shoulder. Um, <laughs> he is on my shoulder. NBC clearly don't care either. Fifth time. So, I mean, Kevin Hart was fired from the Oscars because of some offensive tweets. That joke got people's feathers ruffled. Lucky for me, the Hollywood Foreign Press can barely speak English. And... <laughs> I got offered this gig by fact. Hey, whoever the so, guy in the right was, you was a Let's have a laugh at it's your own Oh, yeah, that's why he wasn't there. They're just jokes. We're all going to die soon, and there's no sequel. So He's a comedian. That's what you got to remember. Yeah. <laughs> but you all look lovely, all doled up. You came here in your limos. I came here in a limo it's tonight, and the license plate was made by Felicity Huffman. So, oh, oh, oh. oh, that's a burn. <laughs> <laughs> thing that's ever happened to her and her dad was in wild hogs so <laughs> that's a, lots of big celebrities here tonight I mean icons yeah look at this table alone uh, Al Pacino Robert De Niro but, <laughs> baby Yoda uh, oh that's that's Joe Pesci sorry <laughs> about the people in front of the camera in this room are some of the most important TV and film executives in the world people from every background but they all have one thing in common they're all terrified of Ronan Farrow <laughs> he's coming for you he's coming for you look, talking to you Perth, <laughs> what a happy it was face a year, yeah. it was a big year for paedophile movies um, surviving R. Kelly leaving Neverland Two popes. Many talented people of colour were snubbed in major categories. Um, unfortunately, there's nothing we can do about that. The Hollywood foreign press are all very, very racist. So he's really shooting. <laughs> we were going to do okay. an auditorium this year, but when I saw the list of people that had died, it wasn't diverse enough. It just, no. Internet, give me Tom Hanks memes. It now. was mostly white yes. people. <laughs> I thought, nah, not on my watch. Uh, <laughs> maybe next year. Let's, let's see what happens. No one cares about movies anymore. No one goes to the cinema. No one really watches network TV. Everyone's watching Netflix. This show should just be me coming out going, well done, Netflix, you win everything. Good night. <laughs> 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 
realised you could binge watch the entire first season of Afterlife instead of watching the show. That that's a show about a man who wants to kill himself because his wife dies of cancer, and it's that's still his show. on the yes. Okay. <laughs> free press there since he's obviously blowing the bridge. Season two up. is on the way, so in the end, he obviously didn't kill himself, just like Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, you went there, folks. <laughs> that was a Jeffrey Epstein joke. Right, but seriously, most films are awful, lazy, remakes, sequels. I've heard a rumour that there might be a sequel to Sophie's Choice. I mean, that'd just be Meryl Streep going, well, it's got to be this one then. All the best actors have jumped to Netflix and HBO, you know. And the actors who just do Hollywood movies now do fantasy adventure nonsense. They wear masks and capes and really tight costumes. Their job isn't acting anymore. It's going to the gym twice a day and taking steroids, really. <laughs> have we got a have we got an award for most ripped junkie? No. Most ripped junkie. Um Martin Scorsese, the greatest living director, made the news for his controversial comments about the Marvel franchise. He said they're not real cinema and they remind him of theme parks. I agree. Although I don't know what he's doing hanging around theme parks. He's not big enough to go on the rides. Was amazing. It was amazing. Um look. It was. My fa- my fa- it was great. Uh, yeah, I think. Long, no. But amazing. Um, it wasn't the only epic movie. Once upon a time in Hollywood, nearly three hours long. Leonardo DiCaprio attended the premiere, and by the end, his date was too old for him. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Andrew's like, come on, Leo, mate. You know. <laughs> You're nearly 50, son. Um, <laughs> the world got to see James Corden as a fat pussy. <laughs> he was also in the movie Cats. <laughs> Ray Romano still gets and invited the reviews. to Oh, shocking. I saw one that said, this is the worst thing to happen to cats since dogs. Right? <laughs> It's but like Dame Judi Dench defended the film, saying it was the role she was born to play, because she... I can't do this next day. <laughs> <laughs> Even he has limits. She loves nothing better than plonking herself down on the carpet, lifting her leg and licking her... <laughs> I wonder what he said. <laughs> I'd get that joke if it wasn't Captain me. America laughed at that one. Furball. 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 She's old school. Um, <laughs> It's the last time, who cares? He's <laughs> oh. got a pint right there, man. All roared into the, the TV game with a morning show. A superb drama, yeah. A superb drama about the importance of dignity and doing the right thing. Made by a company that runs sweatshops in China. So, well, you say you won't, but the companies you work for, I mean, unbelievable. Apple, Amazon, Disney. If ISIS started a streaming service, you'd call your agent, wouldn't you? So, if you do win an award tonight, 
Don't use it as a, a platform to make a political speech, right? You're in no position to lecture the public about anything. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. So, <laughs> come up, accept your little word, thank your agent and your god, and... <laughs> and that was his opening monologue. It's and it's hours long. Right, let's do the first award. The first award. The first award is for best actor in a television series, musical or comedy. Is this the whole to present thing? the award are a couple of actors off the telly. What can I say? Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon. There you go. So, Drinking Gervais, obviously, that was just an epic kind of opening monologue that if you're a fan of comedy, you got you can't help yep. but just see that as a smash hit. That was a win. It ruffled feathers. People got offended. And he compared Joe Pesci to Baby Yoda. You know, <laughs> you could see the offense happening in the moment on al- people's faces. You could also almost see Robert De Niro's side <laughs> split open from laughing. Yeah. <laughs> He was more. He was more. He was more uh, like schizophrenic in laughter than yeah. it was in Silver Linings Playbook. And and this line right here had me in tears the first you time came, I heard it. I came in a limo, and the license here plate was made by, by Felicity, Felicity Huffman. Wow, who is that? She was very famous for a certain college scandal. Where they just paid people off to get their kids into. She school. was also in Desperate Housewives and didn't see uh, nothing you've seen. The the show. I, I wouldn't know her from a random person on the street. You're saying no. Okay. No, but other people would. There's she, like she is very within the past Spacey. fifteen okay. years. I've seen like three shows. <laughs> so so there is that. If they weren't on Doctor Who or yeah Game of Thrones, yeah. I'm not gonna know who they and are. And the Wild Hogs. That was kind of. That was a that was a, that yeah. was a deep jab. But going on to the next story, uh, we got more jabs flying, and uh, it is in the form of The Witcher. Ooh, it was a really good series. Yeah, The Witcher author there sure. he is, uh, Andres Sapkowski. He shares his sentiments by some people comparing the actress playing Siri as a direct comparison to Arya Stark, which. Uh, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. Ironic well, that you say that, and she pops up on the screen. Yeah, it's they're, they're listening. Um, but the, the two characters were completely different. Yeah, Arya in the beginning was a helpless little girl, where Siri <clears throat> had power she didn't know how to use. And yeah, uh, Sapkowski is trying to make it clear that it is it's his job to make sure that people don't confuse the two narratives and that this is true. He is helping out on the series. That's why it's so cool. Siri was the, the misformed one in the beginning? No, that's Yennefer. Oh. Siri was the little blonde girl who had the, you know, shocking scream. So, oh, that one. There you see Wild Hunt still banging up the boards on Steam. A lot of people still playing Witcher. Still Witcher went on it's, sale. It's, it's, uh, it's still only, like, I think, like 20 bucks or something right now because the sale is $20, dollars, yep. So, if you want to hop in day one on the Witcher games, go. 
It's got the you know the the remastered edition. It's so. because of this that I actually started playing the first one. <laughs> yeah, 2007, and it was actually made in partnership uh, with Bioware before they were taken up by EA. Wow, mm. I'm definitely gonna have to pick that up now for dollar forty nine. I picked that up. And it was on sale. Yeah. I should have picked it up on that, but I was like, ah, you'll be on sale again. I've ignored that game for so long when it went on sale. Yeah. And it's always been on sale that low. But now you're seeing a big resurgence in it because Season 2 is not going to be here until 2021. And there still is no word on whether Mark Hamill will be return- uh, being as cast as Vesemir. Vesemir. So... This next story. So he's got time to play the games. Yes. Um, this or next story is a little bit of a change. Pace. Yeah. So Captain America actress charged with killing her mother. Oh. Deadline reports 38-year-old Molly Fitzgerald was arrested last week after her 68-year-old mother was found stabbed to death. Police charged Fitzgerald with second-degree murder with a $500,000 bond. Not a big role in the MCU. She was credited uh, on the first Captain America movie as Stark Girl. Not as opposed to the last Stark Girl we were talking about. Not that Stark. This is a different Stark. Can't get your Starks confused. <coughs> okay. Except you can't mix your Starks with your whites. So that would have been that would have been Tony Stark's father. That was in the first Captain America. Well, one of the girls that was working for Stark in right. the original probably thing there. So she was just a background actor. She there she worked on some other stuff. Scroll up. Oh, nobody no. There we go. Nobody cares. Um where is it there? Keep, keep, the Lawful Truth as in twenty fourteen as well as twenty seventeen's missed the the creeps. So, so nothing. Nothing. Nothing anyone noteworthy. She didn't really. She was in movies, though. Yeah, that going for you. You could get like a job at Baskin Robbins or you something. You could at least say that you made it. Yeah. Yeah. And you yeah. were there in, yeah. in the industry, and it just turned you right out. And then you killed your mother. So, more Marvel news, a little bit less dark. Um, oh. Rumors are saying that Marvel just got the rights back for Namor and the Hulk. I, I heard oh, okay. from Universal. Universal had the rights for Hulk standalone movies. As well as I guess Namor. Now for Namor, this means Doctor Str—not uh, Doctor Strange. This means he could be the, uh, one of the big uh, baddies in Black Panther Two. Yeah. Because in Endgame we see. Um, I hate the ads. What was it? Shakira? No, not Shakira. 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 I would have recognized. That's her. a musician. Um, Shakira she, was not in it. She's co-lining the Super Bowl with Jennifer Lopez. But we hear Wakanda was having ah. earthquake tremors from the water. That's kind of, I think, Easter egging Namor. And now them being able to put him out in his, you know, in a Black Panther movie, that would be cool. Even make, giving him his own standalone series and getting Atlantis in the Marvel Universe involved. So Hulk, they pretty much wrapped up Hulk's story arc last movie. With Professor Hulk. So what are you going to do with Hulk now? Doctor Strange 2 is going to introduce the multiverse, and he's going to have a different... I mean, the multiverse is good, but I don't want that to just be like, you know, like... The end-all reset? Yeah, like the sonic screwdriver. Oh, how'd they get out of that door? Sonic screwdriver. Okay, fair enough. I don't want it to be that kind of plot device. You don't want it to be an easy button. Yeah. That was easy. Like, no, I don't want that easy button so readily available there for... Multiverse! (laughs) 
Because in the next story, they're also... They go no, back in the past. Yeah. The next story is also ruining yeah. something. And it's from, once again, an audition tape teased out there by a leaker, Daniel RP, uh, RPK. What's he leaked out uh, WandaVision's audition tape teases Quicksilver's return. While WandaVision is still coming sooner than we expected sometime 2020... So this year we're getting WandaVision. The, yeah. the leaked tape yeah, was an audition clip from a young actor named Nick Fisher who was playing a younger twin named Tim, talking about Halloween and making fun of his brother. And one part mentioned their uncle sleeping on the couch, which could mean Quicksilver because the kids are supposed to be uh, Wanda's children from Wanda and Vision. So they're bringing in Wanda's kids... And Ooh. now they're kind of teasing out there in this. Now, it may not make it all the way Hold to the on. movie. The robot could have kids? Vision? It's, you know, it's 2020, man. We okay. don't, we don't, we're gender fluid. And he was a dude. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, a whatever. robot dude. Whatever. Wanda was happy for a reason. <laughs> okay. Just like Naruto uh, made Hinata happy with his Shadow Clone Jitsu. Yeah. Oh. I made a gangbang joke. So watch out for WandaVision coming out in Daisy Plus. And um, I'm excited for it, especially if they bring Quicksilver back, because he was really killed off very quickly in Age of Ultron. Yeah, his, his arc could have been... I'm here! I'm dead. I'm supposed, be, I'm supposed to be the fastest around. And I got shot because I sacrificed myself. Yeah. You didn't think of any other way out of that. You could run super fast. You didn't think of maybe diverting the bullet... Anything? Nothing. No. Okay. The Quicksilver in in the X Men movie was far better and yeah. more entertaining. Yeah, that was like the only highlight of that. Yeah, of that movie. But Quicksilver, I especially that. that scene when they were like out out front of the mansion, and he's just sitting there, just like, huh, okay. And it's like he's taking everybody out, out of there yeah. while the mansion is exploding, that, slowly exploding. That was a very well thought out scene. It was a thought out, well thought out scene. Outside of that movie, outside of that cluster of fifteen minutes, yeah, that's shit. it. <laughs> yeah, well, that was the whole reason why you watched the movie was that fifteen minutes there. But it was like or pressing YouTube and creating that diamond of fifteen minutes. But you, you can really just YouTube that scene, and then you'll see everything you don't have good to waste about that movie. Yes, yeah. That's so this Jenger tip of the day. We just yeah. YouTube it. This next story is another leak or report of Dracula reportedly showing up in the Moon Knight Disney Plus series. Looks like Moon Knight will so go the horror route. So a lot more scary is the darker. Supposed to be Marvel's Batman, and Batman is dark. He's the Dark Knight. So I imagine the horror route would be kind of cool for Moon Knight and. It was rumored for a while that Daniel Radcliffe was being eyed for um, Moon Knight, but not right now. Right now, reports are saying that Mandalorian star Pedro Pascal, or Oberyn Martell, if you know him from Game of Thrones, being eyed for the role of Moon Knight, which I really like. Especially after his work with uh, The Mandalorian. Having him like a schizophrenic superhero would be really good. Yeah, but he's also in uh, Wonder Woman 1984 as well. Okay, but that's more, that's DC. You can keep him in Marvel too, which we saw the trailer. And he works for Star Wars, so he's already under the Disney banner. Yeah. They're just like, yes, come to the dark side. <laughs> but Dracula, 
<clears throat> Moon Knight is could set up Blade like WandaVision is setting up Doctor Strange for the spike. So we're that's what we're seeing here is like Disney Plus like setting it up and boom smacking it and <laughs> spiking it to the ground. That's what they're kind of going for the power play here with the Disney Plus linking into the MCU. And I completely think that when you see Moon Knight, it's going to make you extremely excited for werewolves and vampires being in the MCU. Much like it was like a return from like 96, 90, like yeah. 96 Blade. So that, that, that opening sequence for Blade still. Back yeah. in the day, that was a great The movie. MCU is really going to become more like it is in the comics with everything interlaced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you don't have to PG it down anymore. Yeah. And oh, it's, yeah. it's really great moves coming out of the camp here. Although the next story... Uh, no release for Moon Knight, uh, Moon Knight, by the way. And uh, the next story is bad news if you're a Channing Tatum fan. Channing Tatum is now reportedly not being rebooted as Gambit in the MCU. I never really saw him as Gambit. There was a, 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 a For a while, there was a Gambit movie out there. And it was changing directors, hand in hand, really uh, frequently. I guess that means more Creole. Yeah, yeah, more Creole. Uh, He's not a fan of the Creole, like in The Expanse. We do not need to... Take the marbles out of your mouth if you want to speak. That's the title for a podcast right there. (laughs) But one actor is being eyed up. And from the Kingsman, you know him and love him, Harris Dickinson. He's being eyed up as... uh, Marble Mouth Ryan prequels. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You've seen him in Maleficent, uh, Mistress of Evil, and... uh, Prince Philip from uh, Placing Titans and Brent Thorne from the original. So he's been in a, a couple different things out there, but I would really like to see him as a Gambit. I think he could fit the role. Okay. Younger guy than Tom Hardy. So Tom Hardy is looking at like 39. This guy's 23, so he's got 16 years on him. If you're going for a young guy to fill out a longer purpose role you mean in the Tatum? MCU. Yeah. You said Tom Hardy. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's all the same to me. It is all the same to Big Brother, so that's okay. But I see this as a long play. We're going to get the young kid, and then when he is up at Channing Tatum's age range, we already have a bunch of movies and Disney Plus series with him in there, and he's a seasoned character, and boosts him on to other big roles. I just want to see his origins. I, I just, that's what I want to see. Yeah. I mean, Gambit, Wolverine, always two... Oh, that, that was a great comic line that I had. Um, and great characters. Remy LeBeau. I can't wait to see him in the MCU, just like Wolverine. And he's probably going to be in the original lineup of X-Men when they bring those guys over. Hopefully. <coughs> so, you begin with Morph. Oh, man. Yeah, Morph and that whole line in the animated series was so good. Mm-hmm. He, this was, movie, he was the moral compass. Yeah. This movie may be coming a lot sooner than we thought. Deadpool 3 may be coming out. Some rumors are saying that casting uh, grids are starting to circulate, and they wouldn't be surprised if the filming began 2020-2021 with the release slot previously said from We Got This Covered of October 2022. So we could yeah. be seeing the Merc of the Mouth in a couple of years, man. Hmm. And then have a little end credit scene with him. I'm just, I'm, I'm so glad that we're actually seeing a Deadpool three. Like I really from, want to see where they from, go with it. From sixteen to then to last year, so we're looking at a three year jump between movies each. Each, so the, the cadence is following the same three year jump. So sixteen, yeah. nineteen, twenty two, um, <clears throat> and I'm, I'm really excited to see what Feige does with 
Absolutely. And but I want it done done right. I just want it done right. Yeah. I think we can trust the Fog. We can trust the Foggy with this one. But I mean, I'm I'm just excited to see like different end credit scenes. Like if we got Deadpool as an end credit scene for Black Widow and you weren't even thinking about it and then boom it happens, that people would lose their mind. Now they already said that they're not gonna replace Stan Lee. So there's not gonna be any more cameos like that. But I would love I would love to hear him to just rip on Scarlett Johansson and say, I heard you married a tool. Yeah. <laughs> in your previous life. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, he likes ripping on himself. He does, yeah. So, especially, yeah, he really does. But I'm really excited to see Deadpool still alive. And he, they want to get him in the universe. Ryan Reynolds has a lot of stuff going on with, obviously, Free Guy being his newest adventure. My wife and I saw that trailer in, when we were watching Star Wars on Saturday. Yeah. She was actually interested in that flick. <laughs> it's this a good like, movie about video games. Not necessarily about not a video, a video game, game movie. movie, but it is a good it's, movie. It's it, a, I think it's going to be a good movie about video games. It's a good movie about a random NPC. Yeah. Which yeah. most people are in their normal life and they don't realize it. Like, oh my God, I'm an NPC. Yeah. 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 So keep your eye out for Deadpool. A lot of people are keeping their eye out for this next story because they were not expecting it. People thought they'd never see it, but the New Mutants launched their second official trailer. And yeah, you can really mute it. There's no real reason for it'll pop up. I think it was just waiting for it to play. Yeah, so New Mutants, one of the Foxverse properties that people didn't really think they were going to see it. The film was done and just put on the shelf. Uh, yeah, it's playing now. And there we go. So it's not really a film that people thought they would get to see um, because of Disney. There wasn't a lot of cooperation. Yeah, from the Disney camp. So no. it's centered around mutants, obviously that are in a hospital for mutants. A rehabilitation place. They're trying they're there, she's telling her, look, we're just trying to figure out your powers so that we can help you yeah. and make you better. But then they quickly realize that it is not a temporary stay and this is their home. And this is horror mutants film. That's what this is. If we took the X Men and we made a horror film, this is what it would be. You got Marcy Williams. If you know her from Doctor Who, you know her as me. You also know her as oh, yeah. Arya Stark on Game of Thrones. She's in this film, so... Does she play Arya Stark? Or no, no, no. Anya Taylor-Joy is uh, so Il- there's not Elena Rasputin, which is magic. Marcy Williams is playing Rainier Sinclair with Wolfsbane. Um, we have... Maisie Williams, you mean? Yeah, Maisie Williams, I'm sorry. Uh, Charlie Heaton is Sam Guthrie, or Cannonball... And Blue Hunt is Daniel Moonstar or Mirage. And they're, you know, they have their own powers in there, and obviously Ooh. something in there is trying to kill them. So this is going to be a movie, a really good horror movie. I've had my eye on it ever since I saw, I saw the first trailer. Mm-hmm. And I've really, really wanted to see it. It looks like a good horror movie you're not expecting because this place they're in traps them in a nightmare and keeps replaying it until it kills them. Okay. Uh, and, uh, spoiler alert. 
So it's a, it's a, a, a film that nobody knows they're going to want to watch. Because you think, ah, it's a superhero movie. This isn't your mom's superheroes, okay? These people, these kids are getting tortured and tormented. This is going to be an amazing film. So that one, I see, I like how it's getting a new life, and fans are really loving it. They have, like, a whole list of, like, Twitter responses. Um, that's Tom Hardy. That's, oh, that's Tom Hardy. Forgettable face right there. He was Venom. I didn't see that movie. Yeah. He was also Bane. I didn't see that movie either. I haven't. I, I don't, actually, I'm right with him. I haven't seen either of those movies. I still know who he is, though. I know about I, I know three celebrities in that set. He was actually good in that. He was good in Inception. He was great in Inception. I forgot he was in that. See, <laughs> forgot forgettable face. He, completely forgettable face. Yeah. So it's a face and name. I'm never going to remember. Like this next story. Very forgettable. Um, Uncharted, <laughs> unfortunately, has yet again lost another director. Huh. How am I not surprised? I know. Keep scrolling. It'll go away. Um, Deadline reported that Uncharted has unfortunately lost a, its sixth director in 12 years. Six? Yeah, this film has been wow. in some form of development since 2008. And yeah, it's not looking good, man. Um, they're like pushing it back world. from December 18th of this year, 2020, to an uh, unspecified release date, obviously. You know what? Just let it die. Just let it die. We don't... We, we have... You don't need Mark Wahlberg and Tom Holland? No. Mm. No, we don't. Their team up might be legendary. But yeah. Put them in... A, a here's sign, a, here's an idea. Put them in original IP. Maybe something of, like, I don't know... Something like this, but it doesn't have to be Uncharted because soon as directors hear that it's from a video game, they're yeah. not going to sign on because they see the track record when you try to make yeah. a video game off of off of subject material that's already out there. Yeah, and uh, Travis Knight was the recent director. Um, he took the chair from Dan Trachenberg who was signed on last April uh, for taking it over from Sean Levy. And all this was due, this time, was due to Tom Holland. He's going to be filming the third Spider-Man when they were planning on shooting Uncharted. So because of that, Travis Knight will not be able to be oh, director for the movie. And uh, Sony is still interested in moving forward with it, so it's not dead. They're picking that skeleton up, and they're going to make that motherfucker walk. You know what? <laughs> They're gonna weaken the weaken the burnies that shit. They're gonna keep that dead body alive and moving around. Just here's what I don't understand. <laughs> so Sony, you have a studio that writes beautiful pieces of dialogue and knows how to direct actors. I don't know. Clearly, they're busy. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Neil Druckmann from Last of Us. He could. is writing a fucking masterpiece for The Last of Us too. I'm sure he could do that for a film if you task him as such. Yeah, but writing for a game and writing for a film is different, you know. Especially a film, like everything. You has still to require be... dialogue, and yeah. you're still you're still having the actors. Like, in the game, yes, you're not on scene, you're not in location, but you're still directing the actors in mocap. 
to, yeah. to, to hit certain marks and hit certain beats and it has to be has to be delivered on a certain performance. I'm pretty yeah. sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's going to be similar comparisons, but I wouldn't say that it's you know the same that because I can do this, I can obviously do that. Because there's different things that people convey in film, which people like to look but into. But I would rather have, a, if you're going to make a video game onto a cinema, get me someone who's actually directed a video game and put that that effort yeah. and translate it over it. Because if it's anybody can do it, Neil Druckmann can. Yeah, all right. I mean, the, the Uncharted game's really great, but I just see this as another thing that's going to just... Uh, everybody it's just going to fall into the ether. That's all yeah. it's going to do. Okay. This one, uh, well, probably won't fall into Hello. the ether. Halo TV series, uh, they mm. went ahead and they're beginning production on the Halo TV show. Shoot. It's... Uh, Update Halo Eight updated everyone on the uh, Halo Waypoint with uh, the Master Chief Collection continuing to be released for Steam. Halo okay. Infinite planned uh, to launch with the Series X Xbox, and the Showtime TV series coming up in 2021. It'll star Pablo Schreiber from, uh, from Orange Is the New Black, uh, Porn Stash, uh, okay. as Master Chief. So. The show will be directed in part by Black Mirror's Otto Barthust. Black Mirror, everybody loves that show. So if you at least have this guy doing some form of directing on a Halo show... Is that the one where you want to skip the first episode? Yes. Yeah, don't, but, do not watch the first episode. Ignore that one. Yeah, that really, every other one is really Your life great, will be better. It's a dark sci-fi show. With technology that's within the foreseeable realm, it, this is right up his alley. Uh, for especially for Halo, if you're going to take it, doing it right, start in the beginning. Master Chief, Billy Badass, Last of the Spartans, go. Man, he should sign us on as as creative you know, directors because remember, every kiss begins with flood. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> title of a podcast. Yes. Um, but, I mean, especially for a Halo TV show, if we can at least get one good, maybe not a movie, TV seems a lot more in the realm of reality because it's something that you continuously grow with the characters. So they actually yeah. did do a TV there. series when the uh, Xbox One first came out. Okay. Um, and you purchased the Halo Chief Collection. Uh, the, well, the Halo Chief Master Collection. And it gave you... Um, the Halo Wavepoint app okay. on Xbox. And it had none other than um, Luke Cage, Michael Coulter in it. Okay, okay. Well, Coltrane, yeah. Um, I, I mean, boom, baby! <laughs> I really I really hope the best for a Halo show, you know? They tried a movie a while ago, a long time ago. Yeah, it was Peter Jackson thing that he was trying to develop. It went that one scene that didn't go well. It didn't, leaked. Well, no, it didn't even. It didn't even make it past that. So <laughs> that's all you got. You got. You got the leak, and he was just like, "Well, I did what I had to do. That's <laughs> it. I'm done." So you can see this next story as a good or a bad thing, but what Metroid Prime Four development is outsourced oh. and uh, being hard uh, handed off to Retro Studios. Retro okay. is the one that may be outsourcing a part of development due to a LinkedIn post from uh, outsourcing review artist. 
position is able to create and modify okay, so existing assets as as needed. So they're just QA workers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Job posting never World mentions metal, uh, Metroid Prime Four, uh, and outsourcing could be their way of speeding up the process to finish the game. To where, I mean, you give me Metroid, another Metroid game on the Switch, I could get into that. Um, before, as a preemptive, just to get more people to, to salivate over Metroid Prime 4, is just get remastered. Because this is a long development process. Yeah. It's been like a remastered couple of years since we saw the trailer. While you're mm-hmm. developing for it, remaster three. Uh, well, remaster the first three, and just so you can test the new engine out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Throw it, like, update the graphics, you know. Do some, you know, intuitive UI with the motion controls, and you know, see what you can test, and that will be that will be also your dev sandbox as well, and is giving it out to people because you, newsflash, you can update games now. Yeah, you PC know? does it all the time, man. Add new content for free, just to make sure that people keep coming back to play your game, and that's why games like Fortnite and you know Apex Legends and all those. Uh, Battle Royale games are getting continuous followings from their people because they're getting that uh, they're getting that content back. You know. Oh yeah, I mean, and, and, I mean, just just goes to show you um, the updated games for the Super Nintendo came up, so I was playing a boot of that mode. Yep. Super Punch Out. Okay. Oh, so <laughs> then you might like this next story. It is a bit of a knockoff. Oh, no, no, this story. I'm sorry. The next story is a knockoff. This one, an a-, a gaming analyst predicts a 4K Switch Pro with bigger cartridges and a higher price point. Mm-hmm. Um, but do we really need it? No. No, they don't. But this They're Pro gonna console... Make it. You're going to get it anyway. It's going to be dropping at some point this year. Now, this comes from uh, Sirkan Toto, uh, the analyst that predicted the Switch Lite at the end of last year. He also says, without a doubt in my mind, that this will be dropping this year with 4K resolution, bigger cartridge sizes, featuring beefed-up components, and and probably an after-summer holiday release with a price tag around $399. Yeah, I'll just stick with my Switch. I mean, portable 4K. A lot of people spend a lot more than four hundred dollars for a four K experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. So where you being one of them? Yeah, exactly. Four K, and with rumors of a Switch Two possibly coming January twenty first with the four hundred dollar price. Point. I know. I I can foresee tentatively foresee what's happening with Nintendo. They're looking at. They're looking at the Pokemon. Imagine a Benny Hill. Uh, we got all this extra Pokemon. <laughs> 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 and that's just, that's just them like trying to create switches. They have like, all oh, this extra one. Pokemon Go money that are like, yeah. you get a project, and you get a project, and you get a project. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody! Thank Pokemon shit. Go! <laughs> Thank you for your money. <laughs> Nintendo's pretty much Oprah with that shit. And <laughs> you know what? It's, it's one of the things that. I don't think Nintendo quite gets the game, the game playbook that Sony and Xbox are doing. 
No, Nintendo likes to beat to their own drum. I mean, yeah. Here's a ring, and this will control your Switch. Like, no. It's for exercise. I bet it is. Just stop. <laughs> stop. It's like that friend that tries too hard. Like, dude, chill. Just just calm down, all right? We love you. We let just, you in the door. Yeah. Just relax. Just a relax a bit. Just chill. It's okay. <laughs> it's fine. I'm not judging you. Well, all right, I am judging you. But we still love you, Nintendo. Like really? this Colombian game, Nintendo Switch gets a clone or a knockoff called the Nanica Smitch. <laughs> Almost like sounds like a, a black character in a black exploitation movie, like Nanica Smitch. Oh, okay. He's good. You, you he's know what? You know what? Back. You know what? Smitches get stitches, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Smitches get stitches, bitches. And uh, so this is uh, out of Columbia. I can't imagine this product will be on the pr- on the shelf for long. But the similarities end at how the console looks and the packaging. Um, there should be a picture of the can- of the pack. Oh yeah, right up top. You yeah. have uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that is a Namica Smitch. That is where the similarities stop. How the console looks and that. Because scroll down, the next picture you see is the type of games you're playing on it. The Namica oh. functions like an NES or SNES emulator. Like Soldier Boy's emulator console. Yeah, there's another one. They'll never stop. Oh, great. So it's filled with hundreds of old games, no new games, and like I said, it probably won't be around for very long. But grab a Namica Smitch, and so if you're it may a game get you some money later on down the line. Where this is a knockoff uh, Namica Smitch. It's made to look like the Nintendo Switch. We see all forty-seven hundred of them have over here. Game plants that last longer than an icon full. I know. So <laughs> this one is coming out of uh, what is this? George R. R. Martin is teaming oh. up with the people who made Dark Souls to give you Elden Ring. Now, Elden Ring, uh, we saw a little. Is that that guy trailer. on Food Network? No, that oh. is. God, what is his name? <laughs> I have no idea. It's just I know who you're making a joke on. I can't think of his name. Doesn't matter. Is this anyway, the game here? Um, but. Yeah, New World created by Hidetaki Mizaki and George R. R. Martin. It's pretty much the creator of Dark Souls and George R. R. Martin. The, Here's what I don't the, understand. The, the Mr. Death Martin. Mr. Martin, why are you teaming up to do extra projects when you haven't even finished your one yet? He's can probably you, can you finish at least a book, please? He's probably editing in the editing process. Book, book five is supposedly coming out uh, this year. No, six. Yeah, because five is out. Six of Game of Thrones is coming out the uh, the book and the audiobook is supposedly coming out this year and then he still has seven to finish up and wrap up so he still has stuff to do on the book realm but getting a good third person action RPG game especially in you know this kind of look to it I, I like that you know I think it could be a good game and it's hmm. from software revealed this on a New Year's Eve card on their own website that's where the merit holds it's from the game's maker And they said the game will be released June 2020. Okay. It's an odd release date. As you know, nothing really comes out in the summer. So it's probably just trying to capitalize on that because it's it's going to be a niche game. Not everybody's going to want to play a punishing game like Dark Souls. Well, it's going to gather the attention of... 
you know, gamers know. Are, are everywhere. <laughs> so Just look out for it in June. It looks it looks portal. really well, really good. Because of that June release be date, it's going to gather the attention of gamers everywhere, which oh, yeah. will probably increase the base. Yeah, because nothing's going to be out, and they need something to play. Hey, they probably just got Souls George like. just to uh, have a name on there. Yeah, and story ideas. Oh yeah, because let's let's that face it, Game of Thrones, really good story. Oh yeah, uh, the book, not you know, the yeah, that's a show. Few. But talk about a good story for you. You could be a Jedi Pope. It looks like a lightsaber. That is, that is that is a cross saber. Yeah, that is a cross saber. That is Pope John Paul II. Really? Modders. Of course the modding community took very quickly to this. Um, mod creator XD0IT is released a truly unique mod. Now players of Star Wars Battlefront 2 can have a new skin model for Kalo Ren which can be reskinned as Pope John Paul II. This is awesome because there was that also that story that came out that the, the, the Pope slapped a person in the face. Yeah. Great. And scroll down here. This what did pope, they this, say? This modder actually made multiple other... Um... Oh, well, now we have to watch the gameplay of... Yeah. Pope with a red, red and yellow lightsaber. Okay, get your Jesus on. You didn't pray. <laughs> He's slow in time. <laughs> Three skins. Yeah, you got your red lightsaber, Pope. Okay, you got one with no cape. It's, it's kind of cool. Still, Pope John Paul. Open and golden uh, and a golden a gold helmet. A gold Kylo Ren helmet. Okay. Because the church likes gold. Okay. Uh, I gotta tell you, Pope John Paul, really looking fit. He can jump really high. Especially for the And a custom portrait. Okay. So, check out your Jedi Pope. And uh, the guy, the modder, has a whole bunch of different like skins that he just dropped. And the modding community never ceases to amaze me. I've been wanting to pick up, um, and there's cards, too. Of course there's cards. <laughs> <laughs> I say he drew them himself. Yes. So I got that. He you, must. You may want to play the John Paul II mod. I'm, I'll probably just buy that on Steam just for the I, shiggles. I, I kind of want a movie now. A Jedi John Paul. Oh, oh, hang on. Hang on. Ah. Okay. Thank you. Okay. So it wasn't in English. So the modern man. <laughs> That's off to you, bro. That is an, that's an excellent add-on there. Um, this next story is actually uh, pretty cool. A real-life Transformer. Now, this is a car that you can drive, play that beautiful bean footage, and still sound it. Um, you can drive this. It takes 30 seconds for it. Oh, my God. There we go. So it takes 30 seconds for it to transform in real life, but you can still drive this car. Not can when you? it's transformed. Oh, okay. When it's a car, you can drive it. But if you're going to Walmart, going to Wawa, beep, beep, car turns into a transformer, nobody's stealing your shit. <laughs> yeah, because they'll be afraid. <laughs> or be too busy taking pictures with it. Yeah. 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 But... It's not only the first... This is only the first one. It took 16 people 18 months to make this. I can eight only... Um, it's eight months. I'm sorry, eight months. But I can only imagine 
how much money one of those would be. We're talking millions. Oh yeah, and because it can and be it's driven, a BMW, but only it's a BMW three series control. Yeah, I know. All right, that's cool. Stuff with hardware, one of twelve. The shit rich people do. You know, that's another BMW. They got a thing for BMW. They really do have a, a thing for. BMW. If they're all BMWs, they're Is sponsored by BMW. Yeah, maybe. Levitz, uh, Let Vision is the company, but their main goal is to make a mass production, uh, mass production of these transformer cars. Autobots, roll out! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, eight months for a car. Probably looking at a mill or two, but you know, if I could get an Optimus Prime, an actual Optimus Prime, yeah, 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 yeah that'd be pretty cool. You're gonna get a, a Prime Mini. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mini Prime. <laughs> Not even Amazon. Uh, so this next story, we're rounding out, coming towards the end of the podcast. Um, license your face for a mass-produced robot. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking robots, man. I'll let them license my face. I mean, they can give me 50 grand. I'll just do what? it. A what? License, a London-based data-driven manufacturing platform is looking for a human to be the face of its new robot... And you could be paid a hundred and twenty nine thousand bucks. Yeah, they're not going to pick me just for your face. Yeah, they're not going to pick me. Yeah, just pay off my mortgage, and that's all I need. And one hundred and twenty nine thousand. Yeah, man, that's a nice chunk of change just for you. What is the uh, robot going to do? Do we really want Schmeagel as a robot? Like when aliens come to no, 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 eventually become the you know the. Excavating Earth when we're dead. They're the arch or uh, not architects. They're the, the the word I'm looking for. The the, the, the chronicles of, of our history. Archaeologists. There you go. Alien archaeologists come down and they start examining Earth. Do we really need Schmeagel as the robot face? They find no, no, no. I God, humans were ugly. No, no. I'll like, I'll, I'll just give him a, a picture of my 20 year old self because they look like Rick Astley. Better, but I mean, better than Dennis Leary. <laughs> Yeah. No, no, I had I had the hair and everything, like you know, like yeah. Rick Astley. Like your hair was the same. Everybody gave you up. Yeah, yeah, which is true. You have never given up, um, even on a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I kind of thought this is cool, man. You have you know the opportunity to be the face of a robot, which everybody are going interv- to uh, interact with, whether you know it be a sex robot, uh, you know, waiter, maybe just a teller. At the bank, I don't know, but AI is coming, and this had a, it sparked an interesting thought in my head for an end segment, which is, what if? Oh yeah, I'm bringing that back. What if you could have a robot, perfect artificial intelligence? Your robot could be any celebrity you want, no. alive or dead. Alive, and who would the who would that robot be? Alive would be Troy Baker because he's a master of many voices. So I okay. could just have him do. I could have him do his version of Batman to the Joker to okay. to Joel from Last of Us to Bucker Dewitt from from Bioshock to you know uh, you know to uh, Snow from Final Fantasy Thirteen. I'm gonna say Morgan Freeman, but he can also do Morgan Freeman. So like yeah, yeah, yeah but I, I'd like Morgan Freeman. But then know, again, if it's an android. They can do any voice you want. That's true. Uh, dead would be Adam West. 
Fair enough on that one, man. Getting the original, uh, not the original, but getting the, one of the favorites uh, as your Batman. That'd be weird because then Bruce Wayne would be your Alfred. <laughs> like, oh man, damn! I am so sorry, Adam. Could you cook dinner? Absolutely. Well, I didn't know what we were doing. <laughs> Adam West would be a good pull. Good pull. Um, dead. I would probably. Oh, that's a rough one. Um, you know, I probably alive. I'm probably gonna go with. Uh, I'll go with Morgan Freeman alive and dead. I, I gotta tell you, I'm thinking Richard Pryor. Ah! Oh, that's better. That I'm thinking Richard one. Pryor would be amazing. That is a comedian. And just turn him loose on the world. <laughs> Nobody would. Everyone would lose their shit if you just showed up at the comedy store with your android, Richard Pryor. Yeah, you, and then you're just you, like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, yeah, that's my robot. You mean <laughs> he tells me jokes and calls me honky. <laughs> <laughs> Never been so proud to be called a honky. <laughs> You know, George Carlin, another great one. Getting a classic yeah, yeah, comedic, yeah. like you know, George Carlin would be really fun. Although I wouldn't say, think I would bring, I'd be able to bring him everywhere. Robin Williams. Yeah, you know, I thought of that originally, but his comedy would wear on me very quickly. Like, why is Robin Williams just sitting in the corner with a, a blanket draped over his head? No, no, no! So Don't turn him on. <laughs> My God, he doesn't stop. You obviously haven't seen Bicentennial Man. Um, <laughs> I saw Bicentennial Man. No, no, no. Still. So, so, reason why I wouldn't want him. So, the comedy that he does on camera versus, like, actually on stage, the on stage comedy leaves some bounds. Well, his, I've seen his stand up. And yeah. his stand up, even still, I'm like, you know what? It's okay, Robin. I would like to come visit you. I wouldn't want you in my house. That's why I would want George Carlin or, like, Richard Pryor. You know? Robin, you're a little bit too mentally damaged for me, bud. I need at least, like, a sarcastic mind, you know? Um, John Candy. John Candy would be a really great one. Um, even John Belushi. Yeah. Yeah, Belushi. Yeah. That would be great. Who is, who is your pick? Your I picked Dr. Richard Bandler. Because he's... Just turn him loose on the world. If you think one is bad enough... Wait till you get to <laughs> a different kind of doctor. Although I did think of uh, you or, know uh, Jung, another psychologist. Oh, ah, yeah, okay. He, people, he's a big. He's really important. Big name, big guy, a big name. And uh, you know, I, 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 I like the uh, I like the idea of having that robot there. That's just a celebrity. Um, Eric Idle. Okay. Python. Yeah. John Cleese dead? I don't know. He's still alive. David Tennant. There you go. David Tennant would be an excellent android. That would be a really good choice. Who was Rose? Oh, Billy Piper. Yeah. No, that'd be a sex robot real quick. (laughs) (laughs) Why is Billy all sticky? You oh you should no no no, don't touch her don't touch her you shouldn't have touched her oh god you're gonna self cleaning right just wash your hands wash your hands in the kitchen please you know you're telling the robot to go in the shower yeah (laughs) like oh god you're disgusting make sure you wash up before you touch anything so you know yeah Billy Piper that'd be a good one I'm trying to avoid sex slaves 
Yeah, you didn't know you didn't know that sound was a waterbed, but you don't own a waterbed. <laughs> I would imagine that there would have to be some kind of maintenance done on them as well. That comes with a robot. Like a free maintenance package? Standard maintenance. You just take them down the street to uh, Curly's. He'll totally okay. hook you up. Change out the oil. Yeah, or, or whatever. Take the tires. Yeah. No. And the Unless it's like one of those Westworld androids where they're yeah. just like human. Yeah, yeah. That would be a good... That would be a good Except uh, with type much, of Android to have. Much more cranial capacity. To narrate, so like, how cool would it be to have your an- Android just narrate your life and document? And That's why I went with Morgan Freeman. That'd be Freeman. really. But if I was going to do it that way, it would be Sir Anthony Hopkins. Oh God, well, yeah. Oh yeah, Sir Anthony Hopkins. A because younger Sir Anthony Hopkins with the older Sir Anthony Hopkins voice because. Older Sir, Sir Anthony Hopkins has a pretty creepy face. He does, but he actually did very well in The Two Popes. Okay. Did he have a lightsaber? No. Then John Paul II still is my Pope. <laughs> he had a lightsaber. So, I would love that. John Paul II as your... As your no, no. That the reason why he had that. that lightsaber is because he's named after two Beatles. Okay, John and Paul, there you go. <laughs> uh, old corny Beatle jokes aside, this has been another Triforce podcast, and we thank you all for watching and listening. We want to thank Matt Kennedy for liking the last podcast, Podcast 81. And Kevin. Lug Nuts, title pending. Thank you to Kevin, Moy, Rory, Carol, as well as pop over to the SoundCloud there. We got a couple of good uh, bot love out there. There you go. Uh, so, you can go to SoundCloud. Go to pjwh.com. Go to podcast. Hit the SoundCloud. Travels you right over there. And we got Karen A. Smith commenting, saying that we are awesome and we need to talk to her about Bob's giving, uh, Bob's Giver, Fifty Shades of Green, on her mixtape site. So, uh, the, the bots are out on full force. Barbara <laughs> Phillips, as well as Get Plays Fast. He liked the uh, podcast number 80, spider Is he a real person? How low did he cut? As well as Supreme How about someone US, real? Liked 80. Dope track. That person CJ right Gallagher. there who's CJ, whatever, that's probably that's a real another person. person. Check that's out an my, actual human. Check out my bio for a thousand free plays. Okay, maybe he's not a real person. There we go. So the bots are out in full force. But... I hear people listen. We do like to hear from you, so comment, like, subscribe... Mash that button below. Comment below. What celebrity robot would you like to have as your uh, Westworld android? Would you even sell your face to be on an android? Is that a a hot button for you? Let us know in the comments, man. We will quickly... I want to know what the android's going to do first. Probably anything you want. No, if you're going to sell your face. Oh, that Android. Yeah, yeah but I work from home. What exactly yeah, are you going <laughs> to I work from home. I don't need anybody to see my face. That's fine. I'll just stay in the house and order everything on Amazon. <clears throat> yeah. Or DoorDash. Or DoorDash. We love you, Joe. <laughs> so, uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in and watching. We, of course, are the Triforce Podcast. I am one Mr. Matthew Bugrell, the Madman. To my left is Stephen Bugrell, big brother. And to my right is one Christopher Bristow, the old man. He looks man. like a dog. Hero of time, Link Diablo Bucarell, always our ever mascot. And 
Until we see you next time, boys and girls, thank you very much for watching. Game on! We'll see you then. Bye-bye. They put a fly at the end of their backwards D. That was a win. It ruffled feathers. People got offended. And he compared Joe Pesci to Baby Yoda. Wanda was happy for a reason. <laughs> okay. Just like Naruto uh, made Hinata happy. Disney Plus, like, setting it up. And boom! Smacking it. <laughs> Swiped it to the ground. They're going to keep that dead body alive and moving around. <laughs> Car turns into a transformer. Nobody's stealing your shit. Pizza. Time to, time to call it over. Over. End. Over. Bye. Finish him. Bye. 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 <laughs>